All right, so yesterday we uh, began to discuss the Indian of Ashayatsar after Natil Sadaim, after Nagavasar. So there's, there's a certain uh, aspect of it I just want to mention, which is like this, you know, Nagavasar, a person wakes up in the morning, and he, Nagavasar, he's matar his hands. We talked about the means to be mechazek muna, to have a deep level of muna, a deep level of understanding, of awareness. And so you would think, like, you know, after that, you immediately go to do something nice, you know, like immediately go to Davin and say brachas, whatever. But the Mitzvah is not like that. The Mitzvah is, and then you go to the bathroom, and you're metapel, and you're, you know, you're Isaac in, in Indian of uh, getting rid of, of negativity within you, getting rid of psilas. It's, it's like it's ironic that you're just, you know, you're now, you're now pure, and you know, you're, you're good to go, and you have to now do something that's low, that's animalistic, that's not so bakavitic. Uh, that, I think that's, that's exactly the point, you know. <clears throat> we say in the Brach of Ashiyatzar, you know, the Bhagavad created the human being with Chachma and the flow, with unbelievable wisdom. And as we say at the end, Mafli Lasas, right? The Bhagavad was Mamash. It's a wondrous thing what he did with, the, with uh, the human being. So, and we know that the Ramah explains what does it mean Mafli Lasas. It means this connection between Neshama and Guf is a pellet. It's Taka a wondrous thing. It's Taka a wondrous thing. And the Indian of Neshama and Gov means that you have the highest thing in the entire universe, the Neshama, and the lowest thing in the whole universe, which is the, the, the Guf of the human being. It's the last thing to be created. It's Mamsh, the lowest thing. And the Rebbe made a Shidduch between the two. And the reason why he makes a Shidduch between the two is because it's, it, it's Davka when a person that has this big thing called the Neshama, then they have the Achrayas, and that's their job, is to talk, go to the lowest place and to try to be mavarit, to try to clarify it, to try to work it through. When a person has, has a lot of amuna, when a person has a big kayach and amuna in their nefesh, those are the people that their Hashem sends unbelievable challenges in amuna to. It's not the pshat that, okay, you have a big amuna, so now everything's fine. And people that have doubts, it's because they don't have a lot of amuna. No, 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 it's mafilasis. You have natil sidai, you do negalvasar, you have a strong amuna, now go to the bathroom. Be Isaac and in Inyanim, trying to just clarify truth and what's right, what's wrong, you don't know, you have no idea. And try to be Isaac in that. It's Davka people that have a strong Amuna that are given the, those challenges. Now, that's why Valtani points out that the human being is the only creature that when it was created, it was created, the, the, way, it, the way the human being was created was such that, that it was asleep. And the Rabbanu Shalom, the Rabbanu Shalom then breathed into him life. Other animals, it wasn't like that. The cows, dogs, sheep, it's just, they were created, they were, they were created, you know, standing up and upright and, and awake. They were created bottom up, so they sort of like, uh, you know, as, as, they move, as, as the creation process moved from their feet to their head, they, they were conscious. There was no, they weren't unconscious and then brought to life. The human being is the only thing like that. What Tanya says is because the human being has this task of taking inanimate objects, things that are mamish, Mom is dead, and that's his avodah is to bring it back to life, is to infuse within it some sense of, of, of ruchnias. And therefore, the human being is created in such a way where he starts off as daimah, he starts off mamish as inanimate object, mamish, mamish dead, mamish nothing, and then he's brought back, he, then the neshama goes into him, and that's his job, that's his mission of having this, this, uh, this, this makeup of. Of, 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 of guf and neshama in such a way where the, the, the greater the neshama, the greater the guf that the neshama has to contend with and has to deal with. And this is how we start our day. We start a day with after Negel and we have this like sense of ha'ara and awakening and enlightenment 
And we realize, no, no, you know what you do with that enlightenment? You go to the, the, you're sent to Mamash Gehenim, you're sent to the lowest of places to try to be metapol and try to work your way through. It's like the Mishnah says in Pirkei Avis, Az Panim Lagehenim, right? People that are stubborn, they go to Gehenim. And Nechei uh, Ruach, people that are, that, are, that are more flexible and so on, they go to Gehenim. So Pash Bashat means it's a punishment. You shouldn't be stubborn, you should be more flexible. The Kaskus is saying, no, the Kaskus is saying that Kshei Ruach, a person who's stubborn, who's tough, has a strong Neshama, Lagehenim. The Rabbana Shalom sends him to Gehenim to work it through and to, uh, and to be Mavar, to try, to try to work out the Indian in Gehenim. If a person is meek and he doesn't have such kaychas, then he has no, the Rabbanu has no choice but to send him to Gan Eden. That's where he has to spend his life in Gan Eden. But the Iker, the Iker shlichas of him being is to mamish go all the way down. This is the dynamic, we know in the Svarim there's a, a dynamic, a sort of a tug and war, I guess you can say, between us and the Rabbanu Shalom, where what we want is nothing more than Ratzai, is to run to him, to go to that place of, of tranquility and so on, of Bikish Yaakov Leishi Bashal, Yaakov wants to just sit in peace. But, and then there's this, the Mitzat Shani, the Rabbanishim doesn't want that. The Rabbanishim says, I, you, this is where you, you came from a place of peace. I want you to go to a place of war and conflict. And Shayev, the Rabbanishim sort of sends you against your will. It's against your will to go down to the lowest of places. But that's the Avaita, that this whole time of the year that we're in right now. Kufa that we're in, but in this particular time of the year, of Rashanim Kippur, it's an Avaita of Malchus, of the Makabal on oneself, of Malchus And, and to accept upon oneself the yoke of heaven means to accept that task and that job of dealing with a goof, of dealing with low things and dealing with fakus and dealing with uncertainty and not being sure what to do or how to do it and doing the best you can. And only people that have big neshamas and big kachas of amuna are given those tasks. So if you find yourself in that place of avashi uh, you should know it's because you just the negalvasar. You know what I mean? And once you had Negelvasa and you have that strong amuna, now you could talk a go and, and be Mavar Birurim and, and clarify things and sift things. And that's the biggest of what the Rabbana Shalom wants. He's, he's much happier with people that are Isaac and Birurim than, than people that are just, you know, just washing their hands all day. He wants people to go and say Ashiyatsa. That's the Avaidus. When you say Ashiyatsa, you go to the bathroom. It's, uh, it has to be Mechazikas. That, that, that's what the Rabbana Shalom wants. He wants us to be in. in, in he wants us to deal with fakes. He wants us to deal with, with th- things that are mixed up and unclear and do the best we can to be mavarit and to, and to push away the good and to, hold, uh, to push away the bad and to hold them to the good to the best of our abilities. We should be to, uh, to mechazer ourselves with that and to have that amun and to have that strength and to have that stubbornness to be able to do our shlichas properly. Okay.